now betting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on deck circle, Amory Castillo. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. Oh, now here we go. Bob bringing that heat. I don't know who this is, but I love it. Congratulations, Albuquerque. Congratulations, Burqueños. Congratulations, world. You did it again. You made it through another week. It is 5 o'clock on a Friday. It is quitting time. Hopefully, we're in your ears already and you haven't missed a minute of the program. Having a lot of fun with it, a lot of jokes, a lot of good times with New Mexico United's Amando Moreno and David Weesey Carl. Special shout-out to them for showing up to the program. It was uh, fun. They're fun, right? Yeah. Great interview. Amando's a dude. Don't take your eye off him when he's on the pitch. For sure. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, Esports Animal. As always, we're live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Cobalt Banker Legacy Studio. We play on Team I-9. We start our days at the YMCA. Bob, today, I didn't start my day at the YMCA, but I did go in the afternoon, so I made up for it. Well, at least you admitted your mistake. Thank you very much. I'm having some delicious snacks right now, but I'm not... That hungry because I did lunch at the 66 Diner today right before I went to the YMCA. Yeah, I'm like super jealous of that. I didn't do a milkshake today. I didn't <laughs> want to be too full at the Y when I worked out. That makes me mad. I know. It's the first time I've gone to the 66 Diner and not walked out with a milkshake. I had a meeting today over at the Tomato Cafe. So uh-huh. I went over to the Tomato Cafe. Have you been? Paseo? The lovely people of the Tomato Cafe, yes. Yeah. It's like a Paseo and what's the other one? San Pedro. San Pedro. When I got a hankering for some pastas. That's where I go. It's super good. They have multiple pastas. I went, I used to go a bunch of years ago when I was running that health club over there. Mm-hmm. And that's where I would, uh, like when I would meet a lady at the health club, Ooh. that's where I would um, be like, let's go, let's get something to eat. Okay. And I would go there. I like stuff to eat. Get pasta. Pasta it up. Okay. You say in this video, the video in question, Britney Spears. Correct. Five foot three, Britney Spears. She's not large. Five foot three, Britney Spears, who put Victor Wimbiama in grave danger. He didn't even look back. He's like a, a 80s action star walking away from an explosion. That grave danger. He didn't even look back. That grave danger gets a buzzer. <laughs> she is quite toxic. No, no, no. He was in no danger at all. No danger at all. And he never even noticed. He did not turn around. She barely touched him, according to what I saw in the video. So, Van, you are, for some reason, victim-shaming on this. Victim? Britney Spears is a famous person. She should know not just to run up on a famous person who has giant dudes protecting them. Security will escort you out concussed. I'll grant you that they're both famous, I guess. I never really... They're both super famous. Yes. Yeah, well, so she should have known better. But according to 
reports she was backhanded. Look, I mean, she well, was backhanded. I saw the video. She, he, but she didn't hit the, the floor. security guard when she reached for Wimbayama's shoulder. Okay, swatted her arm out of the way, and she slapped herself in the face. Oh no, he didn't even hit her. No, he hit her. He did not hit her. How are you seeing a completely different video than I am? Her hand was up. He swung through it and connected with her head. No. I watched it. Not at all. The momentum of him slapping her arm, she ended up slapping herself in the face. Oh, I believe that her hand also hit herself. Yeah. Yes. I would agree with that. But no, this guy hit her in the head. The loss. No, he didn't even touch her head. I don't know. He I'm only wa- touched her arm. I'm watching in slow motion. The Las Vegas Police Department, with multiple camera angles, came to the conclusion that she reached for Victor Wimbayama. The security guard was doing his job and swatted her arm away, and she slapped herself in the face. That is not factual. You are giving the same report that was given whenever Biggie was shot. You're giving the same report that was given whenever Mike Tyson got into weird stuff. Okay. The actual video that from TMZ, which is never wrong. Straw man argument. It's not what that is. I am talking about this one incident that they, clearly shows her slapping herself in the face. She did not slap her face. Look, she's not that innocent. All right. You're talking about incidental contact, and no. I'm not saying the guy was intending to hit her in the head. I will agree with that. This isn't even a flagrant foul. In he, the NBA. He swung through. Wimbayama, they wouldn't even blow the whistle on this one. And she's so little and she's so defenseless that she couldn't even stop the arm trying to stop her and caught one in the face. Look, Fred, a lot of famous people listen to this program and are huge fans. Okay. okay? Britney Spears isn't one of them. Quit trying to get on Britney Spears' good side. Quit trying to grease Britney Spears right now. Oh, she's not, not. She's not listening. This has nothing to do with Britney Spears proper. This has... What I will tell you is an absorbent amount of lies told by people of power and pomp. I don't need anybody to say anything about this. I am saying she hit herself because I get to look at the video with my friggin' 2020 vision. He hit her. He did not hit her. I, well, I'm seeing her right now in slow motion. I did not hit her. Swung right through. And the problem with this thing is, is the way both stories are fabricated. Because this dude did not intend to hit her. He hit her. This gal did not gently approach him and tap him on the shoulder. This gal, Brittany, I can use their names. Brittany Spears did not gently try to tap him on the shoulder the way she claimed. Victor Wimbayama was not grabbed from behind the way that he claimed. There's just a well, bunch. Victor Wimbayama didn't say that. His, uh, let, me, let me use phrasing so you can't attack that direct sentence. His camp said that. So the point is, I saw attempting quoted. Yeah, I was. Yeah, he he definitely said that. Britney Spears is nuts. Sure, she ran up on him and reports by a bystander who was standing right there. She was talking in a British accent for some reason. I don't know enough about that. She started yelling "sir" in a British accent. Maybe she thinks that's French accent. And then got hit, and then started complaining in a British accent. All I'm saying is this thing is a lot less violent. That it was made out by both camps. By both camps, it was made out to seem like Victor Wimbiama's security team was saving him from a crazed fan. And from her camp, it was made to seem like she just got B-slapped in the middle of a public venue. But None of those things are true. Their story is way closer to the truth because they were 
saving him from a crazy person, not a crazed fan. You don't just run up on a famous basketball player who is surrounded on all four sides by giant dudes in security. She is one of the biggest stars of our generation. She knows you don't just run up. What happens when somebody runs up on Britney Spears like that? Something way worse than slapping her hand away. And I think that's part of the story, right? Because both are saying exactly what you're saying, but with magnitude. So it's like, so she was like, I was rushing from a group of fans. He was surrounded by a group of fans. At least from this TMZ video I'm seeing, none of that is true. They were basically isolated in this thing. Handful of people around. Handful of people, yeah. And and where was her security detail? She ran away from them. I think it's right behind her, though. She ran away from them to try to get Victor Wimbayama's attention, and his security job uh, guard did their job. I can't, I can't extrapolate before what I'm seeing, and I can't extrapolate after. But what I can say is at the moment of slap, she is definitely isolated in this thing. And it's wild to me, the outcry. And I feel bad for Victor Wimbiama. He's been here like, what, two weeks? He's been in America two weeks? He's already he, dealing with the craziest stuff? He's already dealing with this insanity? U.S. tabloid he media. He plays his first game tonight. Tonight. Uh, I thought he played one He hasn't even got on the court yet. And he's got to deal with this crazy paparazzi stuff with Britney Spears being involved Her, for some insane reason. Victor Wimbiama's camp made it seem like she was trying to lasso him to the ground, and they had to fight her off. She was making it seem like she was abused for trying to welcome a foreigner to the country. <laughs> like, what is the point of taking this mix-up sitchy and turning it into this, like, extravagant, everyone's a victim, like, story? Wild. Also super weird. Everything about it was weird. If you guys are going to the same restaurant, you, here's the move. If you're going to the same restaurant with a person you don't know, and say you're both on the same fame level, and I would argue these guys both are, you do this number where you go to the waiter and you say, hey, you obviously know I'm Britney Spears. Will you please let, who is obviously Victor Wimbiama, know that I am here? And if interested, I would like to approach him's table or have him over to mine. That's it. That's the whole thing. So easy. It's insanely easy. You know, your people get a hold of my people. It's that. It's easy. So easy. You go, the server, you go, and by the way, whatever restaurant they're at, at the, what was this, the Avia, whatever hotel this is, they're used to getting a $100 handshake to make introductions between tables. They're insanely used to that. Controversial opinion. Everyone did what they were supposed to do in that situation, and then everyone told stories. What did Brittany say? He nearly knocked me down. No, he did not. Yeah. What did is... Victor say? She tried to, or his camp, so that Van doesn't say Victor said. She tried to wrap herself around him. No, she didn't. You guys are, everyone's a liar. Uh, Van. Yes, sir. I saw a video where he is speaking, and he says she, that someone grabbed him. Okay. I mean, it looked like an attempted grab to me. No, I'm not talking about the video. I'm talking oh. about what he was saying in a press conference. Well, he's being coached, well, and that's that's the, that's but the he problem. Did say it, yeah, I get it. That's the problem when you're so young is you take coaching when there's people that you're told are in your best interest and this whatever. They're in the best interest of not you, Victor. They're in the best interest of your brand. 
Also, of which here, they get a cut. Do you think oh, Britney's going to pull a Taylor Swift and like write a song about it? I hope so. <laughs> Wouldn't that be fun? That'd be great. Hear me out, too. Maybe we could write it. There's a handful it of writes ladies. itself. Just put this in the chat GPT. Yeah. Say, write a song. There's a handful of lady celebrities in the world that any dude our age or younger would be like, yeah, let her, let her come at me. Mm-hmm. Britney Spears is on the list. She is 100% on that list. For the story. For, the, for everything that could even happen. For the story. For the story of her coming at me. Or for Kevin Federline reasons. Exactly for Kevin <laughs> Federline reasons. This is what everyone's so up in arms about. She called the cops. She called, guys. Oh, the crazy lady's going to make a big deal out of this? Oh, of course she is. Duh. Well, I ain't going to go there. (laughs) I am. I've never never called the cops for a fan. I called the cops on a neighbor once. What, are you guys having lawn words? You wouldn't like mow the lawn? All right, that? fine. Go on, Bob. Tell the story. <laughs> no, I'm in. shooting I'm off hooked. fireworks for five hours. Well, hold on. Was it... This if was it was years ago. Was it on July the 3rd, the 4th, or the 5th? I think it was sometime in August. Okay, that is... Oh, okay. okay. I do have a problem with uh, that. Oh, that's, am, that's awful. I'm back on Bob's team. There's a three-day exception for me. Third, fourth, and fifth. You go fifth, too? Oh, I don't mind. I only go third and fourth. We had a few go off on the fifth, not that many. Coming home the fourth, it was it was marvelous. Going home, that was there was stadium grade fireworks all over the city. Stadium grade, yeah, I don't hate that's that. where they go Definer. up a couple of hundred. I'm not feet. Gonna, I'm not going to Google that, but I think that's a real class of fireworks. <laughs> I went to the foothills for the fireworks this year, and I was watching them go off mm, like over the city. Or that's whatever. neat. Kind of a fun thing. Yeah. Okay, you've seen the ones at Isotopes Park? Yes, in person. Those are stadium grade. Where I, they, well, yeah. they go up that high. It's in a stadium. Yeah, yeah. but I, they were out in the South Valley, on the West Mesa, all over town. They Fireworks were. over ground, okay. Fireworks over bodies of water, way better. You got the reflection. Yeah, mm. the reflection is huge. Yeah. And, the, and the, something to do with the sound. I can't explain it if you haven't heard it but fireworks over like the mississippi river or lake michigan or an ocean there is something real special about that don't shoot fireworks into the ocean over the ocean don't do that what why not there's enough trash in the ocean fireworks don't produce trash i'm not well yeah they do what it burns up right everything not burns all up. of it guys <laughs> no, there's, there's the containers there's the, the containers the containers are on the, the ground shells. they're on the ground they get shot up into the air what do you think goes into the air? Just gunpowder? Yeah, it's like a little ball. It's like a, it's like a Where little, does the ball go? It's a, well, it's like a little cottony boy. What do you think? It's like a giant Smarty? Yeah. Like kinda. it's just compressed gunpowder? Oh, the, oh, yes, I do think that. <laughs> and it, it's wrapped in like Kleenex. And it, then it goes in like a tube, and it all burns up. No. Okay. No one listening to this program right now, no friend of the show is ever like, yeah, there's a ton of fallout in my yard from fireworks. Yes, it, yes. it happens every year. Yes. Yeah, ash and yes. debris. Ash how can close go, you get. Hold up. Now, all right, now we're big actually... chunks. We're, bottle rockets. Big chunks, too. Boys, we're talking about two different things. Because <laughs> I'm telling you, I have zero problem with firework ash falling in the ocean. I'm calling that an acceptable but amount. But it's ash. It's chunks of hot ash. It's not going to be hot once it hits the ocean. 505-246-0610. We've already got our scuba guy to talk about the Titanic. Okay. Where's our fireworks guy? Follow us on threads and send us pictures of chunks of hot ash. No, call us now and tell us we all about s- it. We want to see all your pictures of chunks of hot ash. 
Please don't take pictures of that. Just just don't look at a quick, burning roof. You'll see a lot of hot Quit ash. taking pictures of fireworks, too. Unless you want to make fun of El Paso. That's the that's only reason. Hey, that's what <laughs> that's I the only reason to do it. Hey, Bob, I took a, I took a video of their fireworks, and then, yeah. I, then I speeded it up two times, and then I put it on the Internet. And I, said, <laughs> I said, this is short and sucked. It was actually pretty okay. It was very average. It was yeah. incredibly average. It lasted more than a few seconds like you were saying. Yeah. Hey, well, you get everything well, off the Because the, the isotopes crush it so hard. Yeah. That's $25,000 display. Big thank you to whoever I believe is the I, title sponsor of that. I believe it because when they're here in town, I can see the fireworks or a lot of them from here while I'm doing the highlights. That's not so bad. Yeah. So, yeah, they're they're pretty good. They're a lot of fun. You said you had a Tom Brady story, Van? Oh, I got a good one. All right. I am not up to speed on wherever this is. So I'll tell you during the break. You're going to introduce me on air. You already knew about it, but now we got receipts. Also, we have to sneak in an I-9 Varsity today, which is the I-9 Varsity of apps. Spoiler, my number one app of all time is Threads. Okay. Two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Today's I-9 Varsity of apps. I-9 Sports. We got summer camp stuff going on. League office 280 at I-9sports.com. 505-246-0610 is our phone number. Call us, ask us, text us. We will let you know about I-9 Sports. We're going to keep it tight because we want to talk about this Tom Brady thing. Do you remember the FTX thing? Sam Bankman fried, hustles a bunch of people, yeah. everyone who got commercials. Also, they didn't get paid in money. They got paid in stock in the company. Yeah. Very uh, poor. Or their, you know, the cryptocurrency in the mm-hmm. company. The numbers came out recently. On the losses? Yes. Okay. And Tom Brady lost $30 million in the FTX scandal. And his wife, Giselle, lost $18 million. That's $48 million they lost in this scandal. It's dropping the bucket for them. Not a lot compared to those guys. Because they're to, compared to their net worth, not that much. But compared to, oh, I don't know, me? That's an insane amount of money. Yeah, I mean, to me it is. His got- name was Sam Bankman Fried. Yeah. Why do you do business with money with a guy whose name is Bankman Fried? Well, it's the same thing we were just talking about with Victor, where it's like you trust people without really, like, the vetting process. Like, Bob was just telling us, like, don't use thread yet. It hasn't been vetted. That's a good point. I think it's a good point. Yeah. But it's like, at least to me, this is where you, you take your lumps. You know, and it's like Tom Brady's not a guy who's took a lot of lumps in his life. Well, he's got a lot of really good financial advice over his career. Oh, yeah. He was due for an L. Hey, look, the biggest cynic of our generation and the previous generation, Larry David, if you can hustle the biggest cynic in America into taking part of your scheme, anybody's game. Yeah. That was a weird one. Here's a weird stat about Tom Brady. In 2001, Tom Brady took over the Patriots' starting quarterback job from 1993 number one overall draft pick and Washington State University alum Drew Bledsoe. When he left New England in 2020, he was succeeded by a quarterback who was drafted number one, Cam Newton. Um, what do you want to say, out of Auburn or Florida? Don't matter. Both. When he rejoined the Buccaneers, he took over for number one overall draft pick Jameis Winston, who was at Florida State. 
And now that he's retired, it looks like number one overall draft pick in 2018 from Oklahoma, Baker Mayfield, is going to be the guy. That's weird. Is that's weird as weird gets. Moral of the story is don't take a quarterback with the first overall pick because they're going to suck. Oh gosh! Always draft your quarterbacks in the sixth or seventh round. The best part of this, which we haven't hit on yet, whenever Tom Brady starts broadcasting, he'll be taking over for number one broadcasting and number one overall draft pick, Troy Aikman. Mm-hmm. This is wild to me. Just not. Just That's next level. Taking him off the totem pole. Oh, my goodness. Was Terry Bradshaw first overall draft pick? Put him in the studio. Was Joe Biden a number one overall pick when Tom Brady becomes the next president? If Tom Brady becomes president in, what would it be, two years from now? Sure. God, we're about to come up on the weirdest election. This is going to be a weird one. It messes up my life, too. It becomes my sports. I, I got, it's so wildly interesting. Yeah, I love it. Too. It's, it's incredible to me. It sucks how it's become such entertainment in our culture. Yeah. I got a hint. I got a little cheat code. Don't pay any attention to it. And only focus on local elections. Talk to your neighbors. Talk to people on your street. Talk to people in your apartment complex. I agree with all of this. See how you can help at a local level. Muni government. And don't pay attention to these people who are trying to yell at you and scare you and get you to make decisions that are against your own best interest. Quit listening to those people. Also this. Take everything man said and believe it and follow it. But the Supreme Court does matter. Your senators matter. Your governor, like all these things, do matter. Yeah. Like, but don't overlook muni and local. Of course, yeah. Don't overlook. No. That. Take part in it. Be a part of Be your a part community. of it. Help. Literally, the only reason I'm not a city councilman in this town. The only reason. This is not hyperbole. This is real. This is not Fred Slow on the radio. This is Fred Slow shoot. This is real life. Fred Slow is because there are SEC rules about broadcasting that will not allow me to do it. Because it breaks fair access law. That's sure. the only well, reason. You got to specify a little bit more for people. You cannot run for public office and be on a radio show, be uh, a host of the radio. An FCC regulated one. Yeah. Yeah. Or so, TV. So yeah. you could be a guest on a show. Correct. But you cannot be the host nope. of a show. Because you cannot be employed by a radio company. Due to federal law, you have to afford equal time. Yeah. To competitors. Welcome back to Two Men On, host Van Nunley and daily guest also <laughs> running for um, Bernalillo yeah. County Comptroller, yeah. Fred Trying Slow. to become a county commish. <laughs> oh, boy. Way, oh. way to work around it. Is that yeah. something like the salary cap? He'll be a guest on this program every day, Monday through Friday, 4 to 7, right here on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the Sports Animal. And as soon as you're elected, none of that matters. You're back to doing whatever. You can be a radio host again. You can go mm. back to TV, Mark. That's yeah. why Ron Ketty has to quit every time. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, is he back? I don't, I don't think he's on air. He's not on air. He's not on air. I quit paying attention to the weather since Steve Stucker's been gone. R.I.P. I just go, wait, wait, hold on. Steve Stucker is very much alive. Oh, good. Okay, shoot. Wade Boggs is very much alive. <laughs> Steve's got a big fundraiser coming up for his um, Beds for Kids program. Oh, great. Yeah, we're going to have some talks. I'm glad about- he didn't quit that, too. No, we're yeah. going to have some talks about that next week. Um Talk about a guy involved in the uh, community. 
Oh, that's a dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think I li- I think he's coming on the program next week. I have to confirm this email right here, but that's on air stuff that doesn't really matter until it does. Until it does. Until next week when I'm like, I'm like Van. Steve's coming on, and then immediately becomes Van's mom's favorite episode ever of the oh show. Oh my god, she can't listen twice at the same <laughs> time. She can only listen the first time. Too very good. Where we get back? Uh, so long story short, that Tom Brady played an extra year in the NFL and sabotaged his family and his relationship with his wife and kids just so he can pay off this cryptocurrency money. Problem solved. I did it. I bet you anything get insurance on it. Don't You don't need to ask Larry Barker. I just solved the problem just now. Whenever these celebrities start putting this type of money in stuff, they insure all that stuff. Mm-hmm. They're not, they don't lose it. You got on the back end. Yeah. You lose it on your monthly whatever your insurance payment is. Mm-hmm. That's it. Shaquille O'Neal was like, I lose any money. Set. Everyone's set. I don't ever lose any money. <laughs> I just got to. I don't even know what crypto is, but I put more insurance on it. I get my insurance through the general. <laughs> he does all his interviews. He's like, the general helped me out. I was a broke kid. I'm not broke no more. <laughs> like, oh, there you go. I'm a, I'm a, I met the general through our friends at Tough Acting to Necton. <laughs> So I went ahead and bought a bunch of Papa John's. We're going with quality ingredients. You don't need to get insurance on this delicious pizza. I assure you, it's going to be delicious. I'm hungry. <laughs> <You don't, laughs> sorry, Bob. Bob's like, I hate Papa John's. They don't let me Uber Eats there. They deliver their own. Aw. Is pizza places you go to the least when you're doing that? It's got to be. Um, When I was doing it, yeah, there was a few places uh old town pizzeria that place oh, is good, they're good. Yeah, that place is I, good. i'd get something out of there two three times a month uh a couple of others i would get um i've never done it i never have either no i've never del- busy i've never delivered yeah. for one i've never ordered from one now decades ago when i delivered just pizzas for a specific company yeah this pizza hut or something like that you know <laughs> boy i loved super bowl it's wild to me that yeah. there was a period of time when people would physically write down an address and be able to locate that address, like things like a map on a wall at a pizza place. Oh, give me an accurate address and an accurate map. I'll find it. That's the way it used to be. I go, yeah. I go half a mile away from my house. You're Google lost. Google Maps. You're immediately lost. I went and picked up a thing today on Facebook Marketplace, and I, I, was, I literally text the person on the messenger thing, and I'm like, Text me your phone number and drop me your pen because I'm not dealing with the corner of this. Do not care. Drop me your pen. Like, make this thing easier. I prefer that. It's like a video game. It's like, uh, I agree. I feel like I'm Nicolas Cage all of a sudden. I gotta go find the Constitution. And then, uh, it's fun. I feel like I'm Pac Man. I'm like, nom, 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 nom. <laughs> Constitution, where we get back. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Welcome back to the program. You can follow Josh Sushan on threads at Josh Sushan. Josh, welcome to the program. How are you? Josh not with us? Oh, he's not. Not on the Comrex, huh? This is interesting. Huh. Supposed to be with us on the Comrex. Do you get bored and give up? I don't know. Get into text here. 
We did, yeah, Josh we did says, go over. We did go over a little well, bit. Well, no, he says time. he says he's here. I'm going to assume it's on our side. Let's do a little filler until Josh there joins us. Josh Sushan, welcome hey, to the program. There's our dude. Thank you very much. By the way, it's Josh underscore Sushan because there's so many other Josh Sushans on threads. I don't want you to get confused and lost and follow the wrong person. You went underscore over dot? Yeah. Okay. I'm an underscore kind of guy. Yeah, thanks, 2004. Really yeah, leaning into Josh there. Have you guys developed what's going to be your your threads strategy, like how it's going to differ from your quote voice from your other social media we're threads. doing we're doing only pictures of dylan storm <laughs> that's it <laughs> we're called the storm chasers yeah we oh. pretty good one that's that's outstanding good job ben thank you we uh we got the okay to broadcast live from josh's all-star game party so we're really excited about that who josh gave you who gave you the the thumbs up for that you Oh, okay. <laughs> I wasn't sure if Jared or someone from Cumulus, like some suit, like in New York, had to like approve this or what. We, we kind of just do whatever we want. Jared okay. doesn't wear suits. Yeah, he, I don't believe him to own a single no. suit. And if he did, it wouldn't have the right threads. Josh oh. underscore Sushan on threads. That's my new. Uh, that's my new favorite. Everything. So there you go, Josh. Uh, we went too long talking about conspiracy theories. Uh, what's up tonight? Who's on the pregame? What are the isotopes looking like? Isotopes are looking like a team that's in first place. Yeah, has a Let's record of go. seven and two. Let's go. That is one back to back here in OKC. The pregame guest is Willie McIver. You know, whenever you're trying to figure out who should I talk to, the guy who hit a grand slam the night before and is not in the lineup today, that's like a really good candidate. He had, yeah. a, he had a run a long ways. Yeah. The uh, I was listening last night and the interview. Oh gosh, it's slipping my mind. Who'd you interview last night? Uh, Michael Peterson. Yeah, Michael Peterson. So as you're talking to him and he's talking about like being drafted and like all these different, I'm like, there are so many crazy stories on how people get to the professional level. Yeah, yeah. So for people who didn't hear it, he was drafted four times, and the first three times he did not sign. Again, his name is Michael Peterson. He's a pitcher. And then even when he got drafted the fourth time, he didn't want to sign because he finally got to where he wanted to go, which was a four-year college. And then he said he's sitting in traffic. He was taking a summer school class, and he's like, I can't be that guy. Like, what if I go to Ohio State and I get hurt and I never get drafted again? Oh. I can't be that guy who's, like, at the end of the bar going, I got drafted four times. I could have been someone. I could have been a star. So he finally signed. <laughs> he didn't even want to. And then he's, like, out for three years between COVID and Tommy John surgery. He missed three years. Now he's at AAA. He's throwing 100 miles an hour, and they're writing about him on Rockies.com that he might be a call-up by the end of the year. He's about to get traded by the Rockies for Shohei Otani. That's what's about to happen. <laughs> That 100 pops different. Yeah, that, that That one extra mile per hour sounds different in a catcher's mitt, doesn't it? Yeah, for sure. And, I mean, it just looks different on the video board, right? Like, even people who don't look up at the mile per hour every time, some people do, but somebody in your section or in your row will look up and go, look, 100, and then everyone turns and looks, and, oh, yeah, he just threw 100. And then everyone's locked in. Wait, was that 100? Was that 199? I have a belief with the upcoming Major League Baseball trade deadline and Shohei Otani that the team that gets Shohei Otani for the remainder of his whatever's left on his contract here, it's going to be the team that can trade the most amount of guys that throw 100 miles per hour. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> That's the only thing that makes any sense to me. And there's only like two teams, like L.A. St. Louis Cardinals actually got a couple guys, but there's no way they're going to make that move. But it's is that your opinion too, Josh? Like the 100-mile-per-hour hurlers – have that much extra value versus the 99-mile-per-hour hurlers? Um, actually, no. <laughs> okay. Um, because here's the other thing about those who throw over 100 miles per hour. 
there's very few of them that continue to throw over 100 miles an hour without getting hurt. Mm. Overwhelmingly, you look at, remember Joel Zumaya? Yes. Yeah, he threw, what, 103, 104? How long did he last? Flash in the pan. Yeah. Not very, right? Like, even though the human body is now capable of throwing that hard, I don't know if the human body really should be throwing 103, 104, 105. You know, like there's this Ben Joyce guy for the Angels. You know, he barely pitched in college, even though he threw 105 because he couldn't throw strikes and they just weren't sure of him. And the Angels brought him up from double A. And anyways, I hear the music. But, um, no, I don't think Shohei Otani is going to get traded at all because I just don't think the Angels want to take the uh, – the financial hit of not selling tickets to watch him play. Sushan, so you're saying the pitchers were so preoccupied with whether or not they could throw 100, they didn't stop to think if they should throw 100. That's some great Friday afternoon advice to leave the (laughs) show with. Have a good broadcast tonight, brother. Thank you. That's my plan. See you Monday. (laughs) All right. No, you'll see me Tuesday. And both. We could do both. Why not both? Why not both? Por qué no los dos? Good job today, Bob. He just says okay. Oh, yeah, whatever. Final words? Oh, my goodness. Too much for the time allotted, my friend. But I think we didn't cover, which is ample. Make sure you check out after this exciting weekend, Monday morning on the opening drive with Jeff and JJ. Good job, everyone. GG. See you next week, Burke.